Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, family, to Raw Authentic Media, host by your moon to hoodie show, Yashua. Today is another episode of God Gets Sunday, where we will have Dr. Gabriel Oyibo present with us, a Nigerian mathematician who came up with the theorem known as the God Almighty Grand Unified Theorem, abbreviated GAGA, G-A-G-U-T. And today he's going to shed some light on that, as well as, you know, the Jim Crow system um, in, re- in regards to education. So, without any further delay, I'm going to go ahead and um, get my brother on this call. Welcome to Raw Authentic Media with your host, Brother Amu, who is now in, on air. Everybody, this is John Glover. God Good bless. evening, everyone. Good evening. Uh, this is John Glover sharing with you the God Order News, which is God has ordained the black man, Professor Gio Yibo, with the ultimate intelligence of Eta sub infinity, where Eta sub n exactly represents intelligence and n the level of intelligence which God designed for Professor Gioibo that end to be infinity, hence eta sub infinity. Since the black people share the same genes as Professor Gioibo, God has now reordained the black race to be not just the most intelligent race, but the richest and most undefeatable race. God Almighty's grand unified fear, I'm sorry, whoever that's in the background, please press star five or star six to mute yourself. Thank you very yes, much. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry about uh, uh, God Almighty's Grand Unified Theorem, nicknamed Gagat, is a revelation from God which infallibly proved that all theorems, also called everything that exists, and all equations, also called morphisms, which can mean isomorphisms or polymorphisms, past, present, and future, originate out of one invariant, GI, defined as God. 
In mathematics, you can choose any term to define a quantity. Just because Gogget defined GI to be God doesn't automatically prove that it is God. For example, one can say that milk originates out of the store. If the store is the ultimate origin point of the milk, then you can replace the term originates out of with its equivalence created by. However, before the store, the milk originates out of the cows. In that case, you cannot use the term originates out of, and you cannot replace the term originates out of with created by for the store. But Gogget involved proved that GI is the ultimate origin of all theorems, called everything that exists. So the phrase originates out of can be replaced with created by, which proves that GI defined here represents God, since God can be defined as the creator of everything. Now that God has been infallibly defined as G-I-J, God's existence is infallibly proven if God can prove, Agaget can prove that something exists, which is easily done by showing that a human being exists, like you and me. Existence of a human being is the proof of the existence of the G-I-J, because the G-I-J has been infallibly proven to be the ultimate origin of everything. Therefore, because a human being exists, it infallibly proves the existence of G-I-J, which has been infallibly proven to be the definition of God. Therefore, the existence of human beings infallibly proves the existence of God. Morphisms, which can be isomorphisms or polymorphisms, and also called equations, map realities onto a mathematical space, like the brains through our eyes and other senses, to be processed and understood, and so measure intelligence. Since G-I-J, which infallibly defines God, has the totality of all equations, G-I-J and hence God constitutes the totality of all intelligence. The Gaga solution, Eta Saben, which all come out of G-I-J or God, fundamentally represents all isomorphisms and all polymorphisms, and therefore contains all of intelligence. And hence infallibly proved that God not only contains all of intelligence, but God is all of intelligence. God amazingly planted all eta sub ends and hence all of intelligence inside the brains of Professor Gabriel Audu Oyibo and blessed him with the ultimate or totality of all intelligence with which to understand God and everything. That is how God ordained Professor Gio with the totality of all intelligence or the ultimate intelligence, which can be modestly stated as God has organized Professor Gio the greatest genius and the most intelligent human being ever created. Since the black race share Professor Gio genes, God has ordained the black people by extension to be the most intelligent race, and this has been confirmed by Göttingen University and Yale University's research study. Göttingen University, the headquarters of intelligence prior to Gagat, called on the world to celebrate the greatest mathematician before Gagat, which is Professor Carl Frederick Gauss in the year 2005. They have ranked Gagat as the number one work and the greatest mathematics work by placing Gagat at week 26, the center of the celebration. To understand that placing, we have to see some of the runners-up. At week 19, you'll see the name Sir Professor Michael Atia. Sir Professor Michael Atia is a successor to Sir Professor Isaac Newton from Cambridge University, both held the prestigious chair of Master Trinity College. He is also, for Sir Professor Michael Atia, is a field medalist. He has won an award which is equivalent to Nobel Prize. The work that he has listed at week 19 is Field Medalist Lectures, which means, including ATIA, there are 42 Nobel Prize Award equivalents or Field Medalists in that listing. Gottigan ranked ATIA's work and the work at week 19 
inferior to Gagat, because, and which basically is telling the world that Gagat is worth more than 42 Nobel Prizes. At week 23, you will see the name Professor Anatoly T. Fermenko. Professor Anatoly T. Fermenko was a head of the mathematics department and hence a successor to Professor Euler, who was also a head of the math department prior uh, before, um, the mathematics department at the Leningrad Moscow State University system. This is the same system that uh, another famous European mathematician, who Professor Leonard Euler was in charge of. Despite Professor Fomenko being a successor to Professor Euler, who is one of the three greatest mathematicians in the European society, Gottingen ranked his work inferior to Gagat, placing it at week 23 instead of week 26. At week 24, you'll see the name Professor David Hilbert. Despite Professor Hilbert being a successor to Gauss at Gottingen University and was considered to be the last of the great mathematicians who supervised and produced 69 PhDs in mathematics, Gottingen ranked Professor Hilbert's work painfully at the inferior to Gagat at week 24 instead of week 26. So why was Gagat placed as the center week? Gagat was placed at week 26, the center of the celebration, because every theorem or solution to every problem has a GIJ. It means also that Gagat represents all of mathematics and all solutions to all mathematics because mathematics is a study of theorems. That was confirmed by Göttingen University, who recognized Gagat as the greatest mathematics discoverer of all time, and hence the Gagat's discoverer, Professor Gabriel Audoyibo, has replaced Professor Carl Frederick Gauss as the greatest mathematician of all time that can never be surpassed. Gagat has proven mathematically that its black discoverer, Professor Gioyibo, is the most intelligent human being, and hence his race, the most intelligent race. This conclusion was agreed with and verified by a study from Yale University, which showed the black race to be the most intelligent race, with 28 intelligence DNA strands, compared to non-blacks with only 19 intelligence DNA strands. This simplifies roughly to a ratio of nine strands for the blacks to six strands for the non-blacks. Gagat has already previously defined polymorphisms as a measure of intelligence. So when they state that Africans have 28 polymorphisms, that is 28 intelligence DNA strands for the Africans, or blacks. When they state for the non-blacks, or whites, Asians, and Jews, and so forth, that they have 19 polymorphisms, that is really 19 intelligence DNA strands. That means that Africans, are the, or black people, are the most intelligent race, with 28 intelligence DNA strands as compared to the other races, non-blacks, with only 19 intelligence DNA strands. In line four of the abstract of the Yale study, which I previously mentioned, you will also notice they had to put the term European bias in it. European bias is another term for Jim Crow. Yale University realized they had to remove Jim Crow with the European bias from their research in order to obtain any correct results. And they warned humanity towards eliminating Jim Crow or European bias from anything that they're doing right now to get any meaningful results. This is the same call that the, the audience members need for the religious leaders and elected officials towards removing Jim Crow huh? from the education system so that black people can live their lives as they were created by God as the most intelligent race. It's mathematical, it's scientific, and official. After 2,500 years of fraud regarding the reality of the intelligence of the black race, God has forced the world to see Professor Gio as being blessed by God with the ultimate intelligence of eta sub infinity, 
And because black people share the same genes as Professor Jiyohibo, that makes the black race the most intelligent race, which ultimately destroys Jim Crow. God Almighty's Grand Unified Theorem, nicknamed Gagat, G-I-J, comma, J equals zero, recognized as the ultimate revelation from God, has been heavily censored since it was revealed in 1990. That censorship has been spearheaded by Jim Crow and other institutions that hate black people. Jim Crow and their allies perpetuated that censorship by intimidating and bribing media and other institutions globally. This intimidation and bribery includes threats of withdrawals of advertisement funds from media and other institutions that include universities and other educational systems and institutions. That censorship became one of the primary techniques to ignore the Gagat revelation. In effect, they're hoping that such a strategy can help them erase Gagat from humanity's memory so they can claim the credit for Gagat eventually. That unfortunate strategy has led to the loss of millions of lives globally. God has ordered that evil strategy eliminated urgently since the God order, which has been suppressed for over 25 centuries, was updated by God during the 1990s by God ordaining a black man, Professor Gabriel Audu Oyibo, with the ultimate intelligence of Eta Sub-Infinity infallibly, where Eta Sub-N exactly represents intelligence and N the level of intelligence, which God designed for Professor Oyibo that N to be infinity, hence Eta Sub-Infinity. Since black people share the same genes as Professor Oyibo, God has now reordained the black race to be the most intelligent, richest, and undefeatable race. This is how God recalled the black race to global and universal leadership. So the Gagat Life-Saving Briefing, 25th anniversary, which is going to be this December 28, 2015, is also in part of our mourning in memory of Professor Gabriel Audo Oyibo's mother, Mrs. Hadisatu Okumaji Oyibo, and other martyrs for Gagat, like Miss Sandra Blend, Sergeant James Brown, Terrell Day, Jeremy McDowell, Trayvon Martin, Eric Gardner, Michael Brown, Tamir Rice, and all of the others who have recently transformed due to the lynchings or other types of Jim Crow terrorism, which God has ordered to stop by ordering us to erect Gagat monuments that say never again, like the Jewish people ended their Holocaust by E equals MC squared monuments would say never again. We are inviting the audience members to lead delegations from their communities, 100 people or more, to participate in the 25th anniversary of the God revelation of the God Almighty's Grand Unified Theorem, nicknamed Gagat, G-I-J comma J equals zero, from 1990 to 2015 through Professor Gabriel Audoyibo, Chairman of the Mathematics Department at the Ofapit Institute of Technology, which takes place on December 28, 2015 at the Hopog Holiday Inn in Hopog, New York. To register for the Gaga 25th Anniversary Life-Saving Briefing, please call us at 631-242-3069 or 516-343-6628. The 25th anniversary of the Gagat briefing and uh, 25th anniversary of Gagat in the Gagat life-saving briefing, among other things, takes a look at what God has done with the black race and the rest of humanity since 1990 through Gagat. One particular focus of the anniversary is the Gagat life-saving briefing that presents the God order calling on the black race to retake control of their lives again 
and to provide leadership to humanity globally. The 25th anniversary of Gagat, or a briefing, urges, urges the black race to obey the God's order, requiring the black race to erect monuments of the God Almighty's Grand Unified Theorem, nicknamed Gagat, G-I-J, J equals zero, particularly because Einstein's E equals MC squared equation, which is one equation out of the infinite number of equations that are contained within Gagat, has a monument erected in Berlin in honor of that equation. Since E equals MC squared is a very, very, very small subset of GIJ comma J equals zero, and the previous and what I previously explained is that GIJ comma J equals zero is the ultimate origin of E equals MC squared. This proves that GIJ comma J equals zero qualifies for infinite number of monuments in every city and every city hall in the world. This requires urgent attention from every one of the audience members to demand every government and their leaders to erect such monuments immediately. Also requires them to register for the Gagat Life-Saving Briefing 25th Anniversary for December 28, 2015, so they can understand what Gagat has done for the black race, and they can do so by calling 516-343-6628 or 631-242-3069. So what's important to understand is mathematical, it's scientific, and official. After 2,500 years of fraud regarding the reality of the intelligence of the black race, Gagat has forced the world to see Professor Giyibo as being blessed by God with the ultimate intelligence of A to some infinity, and because black people share the same genes as Professor Giyibo, that makes the black race not just the most intelligent race, but the richest race and the most undefeatable race. Right now, the audience members need to understand that the evidence of Jim Crow was revealed when a New York City councilman, Councilman Alvan, organized a presentation directly to a president of a black university on a discovery called Gagat, G-I-J, J equals zero, that represents the totality of knowledge through a black man over 10 years ago. It was concluded after the meeting that the black colleges need to study this Gagat discovery. However, it is over 10 years later, they are still not studying it, whereas the white schools are studying it. This is consistent with and constitutes Jim The discovery proved mathematically the black discoverer, Professor Gabriel Audoyibo, to be the most intelligent human being, and hence his race the most intelligent race. The study from Yale University confirmed the black race to be the most intelligent race with 28 intelligence DNA strands compared to non-blacks with only 19 intelligence DNA strands. This simplifies roughly to a ratio of nine strands for the blacks to six strands for the non-blacks. This means without Jim Crow, black universities should be better than non-black universities, with a ratio roughly of nine to six. Unfortunately, under Jim Crow, black schools are considered inferior to non-black schools, and that is why the audience members need help from the elected officials and religious leaders in terms of getting Jim Crow out of the schools. But the, mean, the most important thing for the audience members to understand now is the urgency and the criticality of them registering for the Gagat and Life-Saving Briefing 25th anniversary for December 28, 2015. Again, they can register with us by calling 516-343-6628 or 631-242-3069. Are the audience members ready? Yes, 
sir. Okay, please hold. I will connect you over to Professor Ebo. Uh, good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. Good evening, Dr. Gabriel Ebo. How's it going, brother? Yes, God is the greatest. How are, how are your listeners today? They're ready for... Oh, and by the way, no, uh, excuse me, Professor, I just wanted to add, those people who are registered today will get a special discount of being able to get an actual copy of the Gaga documentary, in which, uh, which will be, for those who register for the briefing, the 25th anniversary briefing today, will get a documentary free included with that deal, which shows and has the presentation of the largest presentation and mathematical presentation in terms of an audience of over 10,000 people in attendance in which Professor Yibo presented the GOG and defended the GOG formula and was met with an audience of over 10,000 people. That is going to be available for those who register tonight. So again, you can call it 516-343-6628 or 631-242-3069. Please uh, uh, forgive this intrusion, Professor. Yes. Thank you, uh, John. Uh, yes, uh, Brother Moon. Yes, sir. Yes, I was wondering if uh, the audience is ready for another gargotical night. <laughs> yeah, we, we are always ready. You know, John uh, get us warmed up, so <laughs> by the time you get on, we ready. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, the important thing is there's only one order. There's the God order. It's the only order there is. And, but unfortunately, uh, we, uh, since we don't see God, we tend to kind of play the role of God. And although there is some sense in that, in the sense that we, ha- we all have a piece of God in us. However, God is the authority. God is the creator. God is in charge. And that is what we call the God order. Um, But that God order is all said right from the beginning in terms of God being in charge. God is right on the top. And then God's decision in terms of who comes after God, how, who comes below God in terms of the creatures, on the level of creatures, we can't compete with God. We're not, we're not in the same category with God at all. Okay, but within the creatures level, it is also God's decision to create um, any number of hierarchies of creatures. Okay, and identified some are beautiful, some are not so beautiful. They're all beautiful in the eye of God, but in relative terms, some I see, you know, some are nice, some are not so nice. Um, You know, some are intelligent, you know, and some are less intelligent. The word intelligence becomes the, the ultimate, in you know, um, decision of God in terms of 
how God ranks God's creatures. And there's a few reasons for that, um, which I will not necessarily go into. Um, God is not only the ultimate intelligence, but God, um, God is intelligence, God's self. That means that God can fail and understand reality, which is God, in a real space-time throughout an infinite space-time, which is what the definition of God, which is God is the one unbounded space-time of intelligence that we call the universe, which can't expand. And obviously, you know, the infinite nature of God and the infinite intelligence, which is his, God's essence, that is responsible for the materialization that we call the material universe, is way beyond anybody's comprehension until Gagot was revealed in 1990. So that is extremely, there are no words to describe the kind of uniqueness in terms of the blessing of God. And one can actually get a sense of that hugeness when you consider Professor, saw Professor Stephen Hawkins' uh, statement and conclusion in 1991 in a piece called The Brief History of Time, where after searching for the unified field theory, he became a, a location professorship, 1981. And 10 years later, he concluded the you know for God to reveal um, what was on God's mind while God was materializing or creating the universe was actually something he didn't believe God would do because that is too much of a privilege. But what was ironic was while he was presenting that to the world. The revelation had already been made in 1991, one year earlier. But he wasn't really in tune with it already. I remember engaging his department at Cambridge University in 1992 with a his colleague called Professor George Batchelor. When I sent him um, a piece of Gagat in terms of application of Gagat within the turbulence, which has been considered the toughest problem both in mathematics and aeronautics. And he was struggling, you know, George Batchelor, you know, is, is in the same department as Stephen Hawking, which is the Department of Applied Mathematics and Theoretical Physics in Cambridge University. And he has a chair, uh, you know, like Stephen Hawking, you know, even though uh, his chair, uh, Stephen Hawking's chair in terms of being a location professorship and having Einstein you know, being the first, uh, you know, to sit on it, it's more famous, but Bachelor also had a very prestigious chair also in the same department. And, and so the review was going on, and I remember getting up very early in the morning to call and talk to them and debate them in terms of their, their shock at the solution and so on and so forth. So that comes a year after Professor Hawking had, tried to convince the world the revelation he didn't think was possible. So, so and accordingly, 
the response I was getting from Cambridge was one of a shock. And another way, it was like a contradiction of what Cambridge had already uh, been cited as supporting in terms of Stephen Hawking from Cambridge saying that revelation is not possible. And uh, so it is some of those dynamics, you know, but it was quite uh, a very interesting engagement with Cambridge. But slowly and surely, uh, Yale got brought into the picture when the experts here and globally had checked the situation with GIJ, J equal to zero, and couldn't see their way around it, and therefore arrived at the conclusion, God has acted, God has uh, handed down the order, the God order, which replaces, for once and for all, any attempts by humans to set up whether it is old world order or new world order or current world order, you know, that now has to be uh, abandoned and that there must be a God order. Uh, human beings have pretended uh, because of many things, especially lack of understanding of the Creator, to think, well, you know, we don't know what God is, so we might as well play God. We don't see God, so, you know, we see ourselves, so somebody must be, you know, in a leadership position. And so some kinds of dynamics were in place. In the beginning, it was intelligence, just like God ordered. Intelligence was the basis of who gets the leadership. Just like you do not allow a blind person to lead uh, 2020 vision people, okay? I mean, in terms of walking, if you're walking in the jungle, especially, or in some kind of bush, the one with the best vision must be the, the leader. And vision is, is like, it's a form of intelligence. You know, we express our intelligence through our senses. You know, so vision is one of them. You know, we hear, we also... Uh, smell, we, we do all kinds of things, okay? So, so we measure, we, we're able to establish our understanding of reality through those senses. Unfortunately, there are certain things that our senses can't capture or that we need additional senses to be able to visualize. That's where the field of imagination and all the other stuff come in. So what I like to... So, God then put in this order in which God clearly, by ordaining me with the ultimate intelligence, um, I would like to follow the norm, which is to be endowed with modesty. Uh, except in this new world order, um, there's no modesty. There's only one language, which is the truth. If modesty does not coincide with the truth, then modesty is a fraud. And in many ways, modesty is used as a technique to control people. 
when you go to Harvard and get obtain a, a PhD in mathematics, and somebody's looking for, you know, university is looking for a job that requires a PhD, like a professor. You want to become an assistant professor or something, and they ask you, uh, you know, they're asking for people with PhDs and so on and so forth. You're not going to go there and try to be modest and say uh, you have no degree or something like that, you know, or you, you're a dropout from school. You're not going to say that. You have to say if you like to have that job, that you have a PhD in mathematics from Harvard University. That gives you not only a chance, a good chance at getting the job, but it also tells the truth, especially if you earn that degree. So it's the same way for those who feel, wow, you know, Professor Yibo is so arrogant, he's so, uh, he, he lacks modesty. That is where that is coming from. That's number one. Number two, two plus one minus three has only one answer. And that answer has nothing to do with modesty. It is zero. Okay, so if you say, gee, I like to be modest, and give an answer of five, you know, so that people can praise your modesty, where well, you flunk the test. So by going modest, it's about modesty, you've lost to tell your story that you are able to add two plus one minus three to be zero. So again, modesty does not help anyone. And, you know, it is in that vein that those of us who talk about religion um, and, you know, wish to be in heaven, first you have to understand what heaven is. Heaven is a state of existence. It's not some kind of village or little town or bunch of towns that people go into to live like humans. You know, it's a state of existence. And there's one language in heaven, which is what I'm talking to you about right now. That's the only language is gathered, the truth. That's the only language that can be spoken in, in, in heaven. So, if you want to speak the language of modesty, then you, don't, you can reside in heaven with God whose only language is the truth, which is Gagat. Two plus one minus three is equal to zero. That is Gagat. That is the language God speaks. As a matter of fact, the proof of that is the zero on the right-hand side, two plus one minus three is equal to zero. The zero there is is what represents God. Okay? As a reference point, that's where that reality comes from, which is a proof that's the only language God speaks. And God certainly cannot say, if God, if God says 2 plus 1 minus 3 is equal to 0, that, you know, God will not be representing God's self. So God can't say that. So it is the only language you must speak for you to enter into heaven. That's extremely important, which is why also that in heaven there's a ranking, a high ranking of the residents of heaven.
God, of course, is absolutely in charge. And those who speak the God language, the truth, okay, are ranked, you know, under God and having fun. See, when you tell the truth, your blood pressure goes down, it stabilizes, you feel better. And when you're also telling the truth, God energizes you to continue as long as you're speaking that truth, which is also an indication of the realities of heaven. What makes you last so long in heaven and have fun so much in heaven is includes among other things your ability to deal with the reality in terms of the truth. So therefore, it is a very critical credential for all of us that like to go to heaven. Um, before Gagat, and through the human experience and all other creatures' experiences, there was always a way to guess how do we, you know, there are three um, uh, age-old questions, which is what motivated the search for Gagat or what, what was actually God Almighty, I mean, grand unified theory. They were looking for a theory. They never thought there was anything exact. Um, you know, and so in the process, philosophies began to be developed. They caused some metaphysics, others are other things. And, but it's like any scientific process, people searching for the truth. You make your observation and, and, and you check it out, you come up with it, well, you, you, you make your hypothesis, your guess at the reality. You know, you get, take data and try to verify it and so on and so forth. Okay? Religion in that sense is no different what is called religion, which is, you know, he named the coin for the philosophy of the Africans, in, you know, who are the original creatures, human creatures. Uh, their philosophy in trying to understand nature and the Almighty God led them to come up with, you know, um, conjectures and, and hypotheses. And uh, so eventually, though, the non blacks engaged that process and then began to call it religion, to differentiate it from what was called science, you know, but they're all the same, okay, in the sense that whether you're talking religion or science, you are searching for the truth, and the ultimate truth, of course, is what God revealed through Gagat. So, in the process before Gagat, the religion had its position. Religion, like I said, started with the African philosophy, okay, in terms of understanding reality. And within the African setting, religion was no different from science, okay? It was all combined as one subject, search for knowledge of the truth, okay? So now when the rest of the human family engaged that, they kind of separated the religion, the, you know, the philosophy that in their understanding relates to God. They call that, you know, religion. And then the one that, you know, 
you know, deals with other things, material, whatever, you know, they call that science and so on. Um, so, so therefore, there was these two divisions, and it created a lot of problems. And within the religion, there were so many, but in the modern times, they, they will classify religion as being principally two of them, Islam and Christianity. And so, uh, but eventually problems developed because most of the things that were being, um, you know, uh, taught and followed were dogmas that were based on faith. There were some inspirations or claims of inspirations, but eventually people locked onto, onto them and accept them as dogmas to be accepted, and so on. And then there was this branching out, and, and then, you know, one thing led to the other, and today you have all these horrors in the world, okay? People use religion to do all kinds of things. There's wars everywhere. You know, there's crusades and, uh, and jihads and everything else. In the process, God, who is supposed to be the center of everything, God is put on the back burner. And the very thing that God uh, spent God's energy and time to develop, which is the creation, creation of human beings, human life, which is the most uh, sacred, you know, is being mowed down, you know, like, like they are nothing. And misunderstanding has led humanity to actually going to the phase of saying that um, it's okay if you take away life for God's sake. There's no such a thing. There's no basis for a life to be destroyed. That's one of the major mistakes of humanity which is one of the reasons God sent the God order, so it is clear. Human life is so sacred, you know, and, um, and cannot be destroyed. Today, military weapons are used to mow down lives. That is wrong. God sent God in God's mysterious ways to end that kind of dynamics. And it begins with following the God order. You know, the Ten Commandments accepted in Christian and even non-Christian religions, one way or the other, which originally started as the negative confessions by the Africans. You know, uh, there were 42 in the African setting. You know, the modern religions uh, recognize ten and so on, but within that ten commandments, there's a place thing that said thou shalt not kill, but it is unfortunately ignored, you know. And if you look at the geometry, in terms of logic of it, um, if you don't, you, you must. You're supposed to love your own life. So if you love your life, you don't want your life destroyed. But if you feel that way, other people also love their own lives. 
I mean, there's so many contradictions. On the one hand, people build hospitals in order to take care of life, even though they don't really know what life is. But the, the idea is in there. They like to take care of people to make sure they survive and stay alive. On another, there is silos of ICBMs, intercontinental ballistic missiles, and guns and all kinds of horrible things to destroy life. So there's a lot of inconsistency. So it's very hard for one to really see, you know, what we're about. Do we love life or do we like to destroy life? And the claim is usually made that, well, it is for defense. Except the same tool you use for defense can be used as an offense as well. And by and large, the use of defensive weapons become an, an offensive, you know, uh, dynamics. And so we're losing our minds. Some we we'll try to rationalize by saying, well, you know, the population of the planet has to be managed, has to be reduced, so we we'll have enough place to stay. Well, first of all, the planet Earth <laughs> is one out of uh, infinite number of such planets in the universe. The number of uh, planets and places for abode in the universe is more than the human beings here on the planet. So therefore, there is plenty of space for human beings to stay. That's also part of Dagat. So all these realities are coming out of Dagat. So um, I'm appealing to your audience to really ask questions. It's extremely important. See, there is a tendency to say, wow, you know, I can't ask the most intelligent human being questions. I'm going to look stupid. Please don't feel that way. Dr. Gabriel Yibo. Yes, sir. What's the difference between Gadget and uh, the unified field theory of Albert Einstein? What's the distinction between them two? Right. Um, Professor Einstein was looking for a theory, again, within the this division, okay, of science and mathematics. Mathematics deals with exact science, exact study, exact, uh, it's, an, it's called an exact science. It's a study of geometry, you know, the space-time that you see there. That's really mathematics, which is a rigorous, you know, intelligent, way of actually presenting exactly like 2 plus 1 minus 3 exactly equal to 0. That is mathematics. In science, if they were to, to study a similar thing, uh, they will take a guesswork. They will take measurements. So in science, usually when they start with a theory, um, what will happen is, they will go through the 2 plus 1 minus 3, 
because the theory is an approximation. They rationalize dropping a few dynamics and, and approximate things. So the result would end up being 2 plus 1 minus 3 will end up being like 0.1. And they will rationalize that in comparison to 2, 1, and 3, 0.1 is small enough to be you know, accepted as zero. That includes physics, chemistry, biology, all the sciences, even though they call the hard sciences. Mathematics, however, will only accept 2 plus 1 minus 3 exactly equal to zero. So, so that's a difference, you know. In mathematics, you talk about theorems. That's why Daggett, which is all of mathematics, is the study of theorems. It's the study of theorems, all theorems, and all of all theorems are all included in Gaga. What Professor Einstein, who is what is known as a mathematical physicist, uh, there's experimental physics, physics and mathematical physics. In experimental, they rely more on laboratory, you know, uh, techniques, you know, with uh, you know, they use some formulas and so on and so forth. Formulas are developed within the science of physics on the basis of observation. You know, observations. For example, if you see the sun and the relative motion between us, the sun, and between us, the planet, or the planet and the sun, there is one could just, if you use using telescope, you could actually get a sense that it is approximately close path. You know, the the planet goes around the sun. It's a close path, but that close path could be any number. You know, there are so all kinds of paths that could be closed. They start from one point and end back in the same point. Okay, so you could take a guess and then you start plotting, and so on and so forth. Eventually, you come up with something. Now, in mathematics, um, you know, a close, a close uh, path can be described by any number of equations, and they will be exact. Okay? So, for example, Newton came up with the universal gravitational law, and then, um, which is GM1, M2 minus FR squared is equal to zero. The R squared is the distance between the two points represented by mass one and mass two, and the G is the constant, and F is the force but between them. And so Newton was able to relate, uh, for example, the force that keeps the, uh, the, sun, uh, the planet around the sun to be um, proportional to the distance between the mass of the planet, you know, and the mass of the sun. So the M1 could be, say, the sun, and then M2 could be the planet, the mass of the planet. And the distance between them will be the R. It turns out that you could approximate that out to be representing a circle, although in reality it's actually an ellipse, 
and the circle is a special case of an ellipse. So Johannes Kepler used techniques to actually, you know, estimate the, uh, you know, the, 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 the path of the planet around the sun. And he, he came to the conclusion it was elliptical. Okay? Now, Einstein found, I mean, uh, Newton found the formula. GM1, M2, myself, I swear, is equal to zero. And it relates, you know, three, you know, in effect, approximately that ellipse will be a circle. Okay? So, um, so one is mathematical, and one is application of mathematics, but using what is called empirical method. That is John, Johannes Kepler, and of course, it led to certain kind of dynamics between, uh, you know, Germany, which is where Johannes Kepler, you know, was from, and then England, which is uh, where Newton was from, you know, and so on and so forth. Now, so Einstein belongs in that field where they use a combination of mathematics and empirical methods to come up with mathematics. I'm sorry, a description of reality, okay? You know, reality in terms of the motions in the universe and so on and so forth. So that is called, that kind of method is called uh, theoretical physics or mathematical physics, where you're using some mathematics and observations and theories and so on and so forth. So he was like many other people believing that the only way you could find, you could get a sense of what's going on in the universe is through observations and empirical methods, you know, using some mathematics to come up with an approximate description of reality of the universe. He never believed like many other people, you know, and what I said about Newton and, and, uh, and Kepler, Johannes Kepler, again, even Newton had to use some kind of guesswork to arrive at his formula. And although the Kepler laws do have mathematics in it, it came out of empirical, you know, methods in terms of measurement of data using telescopes and so on and so forth. You know, at one point they would see the location of the planet and, you know, you know a point in time and another time a year later or no and so on. So they did that kind of thing and came up and plotted the figure and then arrived at an ellipse. Okay? Now, I, uh, Newton, you know, used more uh, mathematics, uh, but even he had to make some assumptions, talk about proportionality, and then try to, because, you know, he relates, the force between two masses, you know, to be proportional to the square of their distance. It was an approximation, so it was a guesswork, okay? So if, even Newton, that is supposed to be a little more mathematical, was using a guess or a conjecture, okay? You know, and, and some mathematics before Dagger were relying on conjectures and hypotheses, you know, hoping to either prove or disprove them, or, uh, you know, or have a range where they make sense. So, therefore, that is the nature of things. The mere fact that 
theories began to creep, which is using approximate methods, we began, were beginning to creep into mathematics, was a clear sign of the, the difficulty of looking to get an understanding of reality. And your question becomes very relevant in terms of really understanding that, the, what we're talking about in terms of Gaza. No human being ever believed the understanding of, human, of, the, of the universe could be done exactly in terms of using mathematics, pure mathematics. There was no human being that believed that was going to be possible. People were even thinking, see, because the religion was supposed to be playing a role in that process. And if you, of course, Catholic Church and a lot of some other religions not only rely on their philosophy, the religious philosophies, but we also have universities, the Jesuit universities, uh, universities like Notre Dame and all these other universities, the very top you know, academic institutions, collaborate with their religious philosophies to try to work out what is a reality. So humanity has been using all kinds of methods, metaphysical and everything else. Okay, and metaphysics, like I said, is again another way of, of trying to find out what reality is. People observe and all the other stuff. But not a single one of them believed you could actually use pure mathematics to explain the universe. What Einstein was looking for was a theory because he never believed you could have a mathematical, you know, theorem type of, you know, uh, 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 you know, result or techniques to find the reality of the universe. So that is what Einstein says about theory, okay? Theoretical physics, theory, you know, which is based on your observation and your, your mind and your experience and guesswork and everything else. And you come together, if you read his relativity theory, you will get a sense of what he was hoping to see. Okay? You know, uh, he, the E minus MC squared was, again, a congestion, you know, and, you know, something came up with it. And, you know, he was proven using experiment. You know, E equals MC squared. Okay? Like Newton's formula is, is a hypothesis that, one had to go into the labs or, or use measurements to verify. And that's where the constant, in the case of E equals MC squared, is a C squared, okay? You know, becomes a constant, which after you've come to a conclusion that mass is proportional to energy, then you want to find out, you know, you know if something's proportional to something else, then you could write an equation for that where you have what is called the constant of proportionality between them to be determined by using measurements. And in the case of uh, Einstein, uh, Newton, it is force is proportional, force between 
you know, is proportional to the product of the masses, M1, M2, and inversely proportional to the distance between them. Again, that was a guesswork, a proposed truth. But, the, you know, the G has to be determined, okay? Gravitational constant has to be determined that connects those two, you know, two, two terms or, or three terms, you know, the masses and the distance, the two masses and the distance. So, now, what God revealed in Gagat is the actual exact, exact, exact representation. And that revelation is All theorems, all theorems, that's all of mathematics. Mathematics is the study of theorems. But theorem is reality. Human beings are realities. Birds are realities. Snakes are realities. Stones are realities. Past, present, and future. All of them. So in reality, mathematics is a study of realities or geometries or geometries. So the revelation that God gave to me infallibly proved that all of those realities, past, present, and future, originate and, you know, called realities or anything that exists, and all equations, equations represents all of those realities. They all come out of, originate out of one invariant. Invariant is something that does not change. GR, proven infallibly to be God. With an orthogonal component, G, I, J. And then a divergence of G, I, J, comma, J, equal to zero. That's the revelation of the equation of all of realities, which Einstein and everybody else never thought could could be imagined. They were prepared to settle for a theory. But that's what God revealed to me. And immediately you can, you know, check the correctness of that. With everything that you know, two plus one minus three it's equal to zero. That's an invariant. So, 2 plus 1 minus 3 has an invariant, G-I-J. Okay? Which is 2 plus 1 minus 3. And the proof it is invariant is the answer is equal to zero. Therefore, it's satisfied if you take the change of that, which is the divergence, of 2 plus 1 minus 3, it's also zero. 
So it's satisfying the GI, the comma, the quarter zero. The same thing with yourself. Brother Amun minus Brother Amun has also a GIJ, which is zero, another invariant. Except it's not another invariant. It's the same invariant as the 2 plus 1 minus 3, because they all both equal to zero. And so you, because you are a reality, Because when you suppress yourself from yourself, you get zero. That verifies that you are a reality. Because your, your GI is you minus yourself. And because it is equal to zero, it comes from God. That's another way of saying you were created by God. So the three-age-old question, which is, what is God? That's number one. Number two is, uh, you know, where do we come from? Where we come from is zero. That's the G-I-J. That's God. And why are we here? Those are the three age-old questions. Again, Stephen Hawking and the rest of the brilliant minds before Gagot Einstein, Gauss, uh, Leonard Euler, and all the people that were in the Göttingen listing. This is how you begin to understand Göttingen. Until you understand Göttingen, you don't understand Gagat. Okay? And, you know, uh, Germany has been providing leadership at least in the last 150 years. In, in terms of, in, you know, work of intelligence and logic and mathematics. So, God bless them with the understanding of what Gaga represents. And that's why they put it, they, in fact, when they were, celebrate, they were celebrating Gauss and Gaga really together. Okay? That was what happened in 2005, which Brother Glover was trying to share with you a little while ago. And... Uh, John Glover met one of the guys in the entry number 19. That's Professor, I mean, Sir Professor Tia. And when John Glover met him at a presentation, one of the top universities around here, he saw John's shirt, which is a gathered shirt. And he was attracted to that shirt because he says, stop the Galileo type opposition to Gagat. So, Professor, Sir Professor Tia, who has been knighted by the Queen of England, and sat on Newton, one of Newton's chair in Cambridge, was very enthusiastic in meeting with John Glover. When you hear Brother Glover announce here, you, you really don't know how much, how much he's known around the world. Okay? Uh, and uh, 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 as I said, a person who, who sat on Newton's chair knows him, says, young man, I'd like to talk to you. And they had a conversation, and, and, uh, and he, you know, John was able to share, you know, uh, you know, share some of the reviews of Gaga with Professor Atia. And when he saw the review by Professor Gregory Sagas of Greece, okay, the Balkan, the, uh, the chair 
the president of the Balkan Association of Geometers, whom he knew very well, and, you know, he's another guy in the same class with Asatia. He was shocked and said, can I keep a copy of this review? And, of course, John said, hey, you can keep it. I will give you more other reviews. And he was very delighted. And, of course, while he was there, Professor Atia had bodyguards. I mean, all the way from England to here in America. And even some of the top universities from Princeton and Harvard and, and Yale, you know, who were in the audience. They were so awed, they had so much awe for him, they couldn't even ask him questions when it was after his presentation, when he opened the floor, which is what I'm, I'm really trying to uh, caution the audience, you know, to not, you know, do that. They were, they were paralyzed, they were too scared to ask questions because they, might, they were afraid they would be embarrassed. I mean, I'm talking about real top, I'm talking about Nobel winning, you know, Nobel equivalent uh, winners in mathematics and mathematical sciences. They were in the audience. They couldn't ask Professor Tia questions. That's how much respect they have from him, for him. Okay? But he walked on to John, our own John Glover. <laughs> you understand? And he wanted to talk to him and took some time to talk to him while people were waiting to take pictures with Professor Tia. Okay? But that's how much God has in it. That's how much all comes through Gaga from God. So Gaga was something that was believed to be impossible. Okay? I gave you the sense uh, Stephen Hawking had and, you know, uh, Newton and everybody else. Okay? So it's along that line that this theorem comes called Gaga, the theorem of all theorems. And what it does is See, uh, there's a guy on the Gottingen list called Professor David Hilbert. And as Professor, uh, Brother John Glover said earlier, um, he succeeded, he was a successor to Professor Gauss that was celebrated in 2005. And Professor Gauss, I had an encounter with his spirit, you know, way back in high school in the process of trying to you know, do some punishment that I was given for being a noisemaker. And I've, I must have mentioned that on your show at some point. However, while they were celebrating God, I never knew, you understand, I would have a real encounter with Gauss in my life in 1965 when I, was, I, I, was, I came out with his formula independently, okay, at a young age. Uh, I never knew that I would revisit him again. I took that as, a, you know, a lifetime uh, kind of uh, uh, a blessing, you know, that what I did was related to Gauss after I had come around to know who he is or he was. So um, when they're celebrating and then they had Gagot there at number one, this is why Gagot is number one on week 26. And in the process, they were recommending that Gagot, along with the 51 other works, greatest works in mathematics, should be studied in honor by everyone in honor of Frederick Gauss and by extension, honor of Gagot. 
So in that way, Gottingen University demonstrated their leadership in mathematics. But um, Professor David Hilbert you know, actually produced 69 PhDs. One of them came to New York, as John had indicated, okay, to set up the current Institute of Mathematical Sciences, one of the top mathematics institutes in the world. He was a PhD student for David Hilbert. And when I was in graduate school and all those days, and I heard about Courant and all, huh, boy, I never, I never knew that I can, I can <laughs> go near Professor Courant. You know, where the book called the Courant uh, and Fredericks that were used in the graduate school, all I had was all for those, those, some of his work. And come to find out that I'll be competing with his own doctoral advisor, that's a Professor David Hilbert. That was not something I, I thought was going to happen. And so, but it's all because God revealed the exact nature of reality through Gagat. That's the difference between Gagat and the Einstein's um, unified field theory. But he was hoping to get a theory. What God revealed is a theorem. So it upgraded his expectation and made it a reality. So when you looking for an approximate solution, so 2 plus 1 minus 3, and you found the exact solution zero, that search is over. It's over. Because that has exceeded your expectation, you know, and you, and you didn't believe that zero was possible to find. You were prepared to settle for even point 0.2 or point 0.4. 2 plus 1 minus 3 is equal to point 0.4. You were set prepared to settle for that. Anything that is not too big, but God gave you the exact solution, which is zero. And I just prove it by saying yourself minus yourself is zero. That's, that means that is your explanation. That's your reality. But it's true for every other thing that, that exists. It's also true for every truth because truth is reality, which again underscores why you must speak the truth. Don't deal in, in modesty. The truth is what gives you power. Modesty brings in fraud. Once you start pulling around the truth, you are in the realm of fraud. And people just push the modesty issue in order to allow them an opportunity to perpetrate fraud. So don't fall for it. There's only one thing, it's either the truth or it's not. There's no place for modesty. So I hope that answers your question. The theory was looking for a very approximate way to explain the nature of the universe, you know, using hypotheses and so on and so forth. What God oh. revealed is we all originate out of. So the three old questions, age-old questions, have been resolved by Gargat. 
What is God? God is the one unbounded space-time of intelligence that we call the universe, which can't expand. That's the answer to the question, what is God? It's not a human being bounded by a boundary because it's unbounded. That's one of the three radical truths proven by Gagas. Again, oh. why it is number one in Gottingen. Gauss looked for that formula. David Hilbert, you know, and what was happening in mathematics, uh, after Hilbert, which is why they call him the, the last of the great mathematicians, was they were shredding mathematics into theories. They have number theory, uh, you know, all these theories. So they were degenerating to science level, you know, physics and all these others. They were degenerating into theories because they didn't think a theorem can still be studied to find reality. And since Einstein says a theory, they began shredding mathematics into theories with the hope of finding this so-called, you know, unified field theory. And what God did was to end that shredding, you know, and gave the ultimate theorem. That's the absolutely infallible truth. Like 2 plus 1 minus 3 is equal to 0. That is an absolute truth. That's, that's not a theory. That is, a, you know, an absolute truth, absolutely correct, you know, uh, uh, infallible truth. That's what Gagot represents. So that is why it's, I can understand your audience and everybody else thinking, gee, I, this sounds weird. It doesn't sound possible, and yet not only is it real, but it's also elegant. In the words of my own teacher, Professor Luchens, who was incidentally a student of Professor, uh, Professor Courant, you know, he was a she was a student of Professor Courant, you know, and she re recommended me for Nobel Prize. And he said, yes, Professor Ibo solved the Einstein's unified field theory, took it to much higher ground. But, and then he said, but he did it in a mathematically elegant manner. That's, that's all spells where it came from, which is God. So the first age-old question, what is God? God is the one unbounded space-time of intelligence that we call the universe. We can't expand. And then the second one is, where do we come from? You know where you come from when you subtract yourself from yourself. You get zero. That's a reference point called proven to be God. And everybody, everything surprised from itself will also be zero, the same origin, the same creator. It's common for everything that exists. And then why are we here? Well, why are we here? That's the third one. People who haven't digested Gagot yet do not understand these age-old questions have been solved already in Gagot. And exactly, too. So why are we here? Well, we are here only for one reason, which is to glorify the Almighty God. Some people will be tempted to say, well, that's, 
that sounds uh, religious. Well, if it sounds religious, you know, it can only be religious if that religion must be a real, you know, perfect, a perfect religion, a perfect truth. Okay? Because that's a perfect truth. How do you know that? Well, when you go to take a test, when you go to pursue a, a, a degree from Harvard or, or Stanford, what's the purpose? Why do you do that? Because you like to glorify yourself. You like people to look at you and say, wow, what a brilliant guy, what a, what a, what a, a very precious kind of guy. That's why you go to take a test. That's why you go through the trouble. The same reason you comb your hair. The same reason you shave. The same reason uh, women come out dynamite. Okay? You know, they, they spend a lot of time on their hair. Okay? There are some men, too, that even do that. You know, you press your clothes, you. You want to come out and let people see that you are, you are, you are good. You are, you understand, you, you know, you have glory inside of you. So all the things that we do is to glorify our being, our existence. Okay? But our existence is created by God. So as we look to make ourselves look good, we are glorifying the Almighty God. Because God created us. That zero where we come from is where the glory goes to ultimately. But if we're not glorified, God cannot be glorified. Even when we eat, it's so that we could glorify the Almighty God. Everything that we do goes towards glorifying ourselves on the first step and ultimate step, we glorify the Almighty God. So, so we're here, and it's not just a religious thing. It's, and that's why, unfortunately, most people are unable to do that, that simple fundamental thing, which is to let God's light shine through us. That's what I'm trying to do right now. That's why I'm cautioning you, you know, to, to shun modesty. You know, don't lie. Don't misrepresent. Don't ex uh, exaggerate. Just tell the exact story. Tell the truth. That's all. Sometimes we're, sometimes we're ashamed of the truth. But it's the only, the only thing that is real, the only thing that connects connect us with the Creator. So that is the whole essence of our existence, is to glorify the Almighty God. But the process, again, like you go to take a test. Yeah, you want to be the number one in your class. Unfortunately, it's not possible if there's more than one person, you know, but it's enough to shine. You know, the ranking is good, but that you do well. If all of us have A's, that's wonderful. 
Okay, in that way, for the most part, we're, we're tied in the number one position. But God must shine through us because God is the greatest. There's nothing else for us. Unfortunately, lack of understanding of those three fundamental age-old questions has led people into talking about human world orders and so on and so forth. Here we are, we don't even know, we only know a very tiny piece, almost a significant piece of the universe, and we, we are feeling like we're the, we know everything, except until before God does. Okay? But, um, and then taking the powers into our own hands, when we can't really do too much to, to deal with the gravity Problem is uh, not problem for us, you know, and so on and so forth. So we have to be honest with ourselves to understand our own limitations and allow God to shine through us. Okay, God allowing God to shine through us does not mean we we boasting. It's not about boasting, but you must tell the truth. For example, I can't tell you lies about myself. If I tell you that I have a mediocre intelligence, I'll be lying to you. There's no reason for that. When God pl you know, planted the acres of infinity in my brains, there was a reason why God did that. And it wasn't too long that Yale, even though they didn't understand Gaga perfectly, they went into the lab and took the acres of N where my and its infinity into the labs, funded by, by, by uh, President Clinton. And in the lab, they measured the intelligence of every race. But they already knew mine is infinity. So they knew clearly the black people would be on top. That's how they had to squash the so-called European bias, which was included in their scientific abstract. The European bias had to be dropped because they would look ridiculous if, the pres if they include the European bias and try to read black people as being less than being on top of everybody else because mine is infinity. They couldn't dispute mine being infinity. I can see the entire universe. even though it's unbounded. And to many people, that sounds like, wow, that sounds crazy. Doesn't make any sense. Well, if you count number, you know, one, two, three, four, you can keep on going forever. Seeing all numbers means that if you have enough time, you can, you can count to the whatever number you like to. That, is, that means you can see the number. You know how to get the number. That's how I am with the universe. But the number system is infinity. Like the, the universe is infinite. But because there is a sequence, number counting is a sequence. One, two, three, you know how to get the next one. It seems like a series. So if you can determine 
how to place a particular term in a series, then you know that series. You understand that series. It's the same way I am blessed by God to understand the entire universe. That's the infinite intelligence. But some people, when they hear that, they say, wow, this brother has been bogus. No, 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 no. <laughs> this brother has no time for being bogus. But it is it's also something that it wasn't expected by anyone. Just like GIJ, J equal to zero wasn't expected by anyone. But what do we know? The only thing we know is what God permits us to know. And in this case, God has permitted me to see what was on God's mind while God was creating the universe. That's what I'm talking to you about right now. And it was done particularly because God was tired of the fraud that was being perpetrated that people who didn't know better with regards to the intelligence of the black people. So God ended that fraud once and for all. He forced Jim Crow out of the door. That's what is meant by year by European bias has to be has to be eliminated forever. And so now, because black people share my genes, and with Jim Crow thrown out of the scientific experiment in Yale, they came out with the correct sequence, which is black race being on top of the world, as expected, on the basis of my intelligence being infinity, which is they measured N. N is the level of intelligence in eta sub n. Eta sub n is the exact formula for intelligence. Yale didn't really know that, although my work was out when they were taking the measurement. They were using genetics to determine it. And they were measuring from that genetics, you know, the morphisms. Morphisms is represented by eta sub n. Morphism is a measure of intelligence. So the morphisms began, you know, began to estimate the, uh, the level of intelligence, which is N in the eta sub N formula. And the eta sub N formula is equal to G, little g, N, J, N sub J. Uh, sorry, G sub N, J. X, J to power N plus 1. That's what the formula for intelligence is. And all of that N is in my head. So I would lie to you if I say anything different. It's all in my head. Now, that allows me, like I said, to see the sequence of the universe. Now, so... In doing that, God has now replaced the human orders, a new world order. All that means is destruction of lives. And now God says it's time for heaven and life, which is God. 
ignorance and death, which is devil, must go. That's the order from God. It ends all wars. Imad Asamsi Squared was sent just like G.I.J. Kamaji equal to zero had just been sent in 1990, which is why everybody needs to register. We need to hear the phones ringing, folks. You could dial the 516-343-6628. Dial that and register. And as John may have told you already, you could register as small as $1 in Jim Crow currency or the U.S. dollars, and you pay the rest with your real intelligence, I mean your real dollar, which is your intelligence. That means you're going to communicate with other brothers or, or have Brother John Glover help you communicate the God order to them. And in the process, they will come with one dollar too. Even a baby can come up with a dollar. So the only reason you will be unable to register is not because you're poor, because there's no such a thing as a poor black person. And although it's not restricted to just black alone, uh, the call from Gottingen in that celebration says those 52 works must be studied by everyone in honor of Gauss and by extension, honor of Gagot. And Gagot is number one, meaning Gagot must be studied. The non-blacks have been studying that for 25 years. You haven't studied yet. And you are in the center, you are in the center of the whole celebration. So you have a responsibility to come to terms with your creator. But I understand your position also which is 2,500 years of horror has, has tormented your life. But now is the time to get therapy and put all that behind you. This is a therapy. This is a celebration. And Gottingen has kicked this celebration up for you in 2005. It is you that were being celebrated. You can't be, you cannot you cannot fail to show up for your own celebration. That's what is planned for December 28th this year, the Kwanzaa week. You all are going to gather, bring all, everybody. So with $1, you can go in now to PayPal, okay? Or you can call John on the 516-343-6628. Okay? And let me explain to you, this is all for your own sake. Nobody at our university needs anybody's money because we have all the money that we need. That has to be thoroughly understood. When I was being ordered by God to go into the competition to search for the unified field theory, I needed about a zillion dollars, zillions of dollars, that is 10 to power 12 dollars from the black race. I didn't get a penny. But not only did I go into the competition, 
God bless me with a solution. So obviously I must have had, you know, because the universities, the non-black universities were able to acquire that money. They put it in the budget. You contributed to that money to be given to those. I wasn't given any of that. So how did it happen with me? Not only did I go into the competition, but God blessed me with the answer to the problem. It's the same way you need to register. You just need to submit, just like I submitted to the Creator. You have money. You are richer. You are the richest race. So you can't say you don't have a dollar or $550. You use a combination of the U.S. currency in terms of the, what we call the Jim Crow dollar. I know you're deprived of that a lot because you're not paid for your brain work or your services. But you have a real dollar, which is your intelligence. That intelligence in this case is you communicate the God order well, along with Brother John Glover to another brother. That communication is a show of your intelligence. That's going to help the brother or the sister understand the God order, and they'll be ready to come up with their own dollar. And before you know it, you go around with 550 people with a dollar, you all register as a group. The only thing is you all collectively share one gathered book. But you will accomplish something God wants you to accomplish or to, to have all along, which is unity. By the time you talk to 550 people, you've created 549 friends. That's what God wants because God is unity, the ultimate unity. God is one, unbounded space-time of intelligence that we call the universe. God is, is unified. So you need to unify, but that you've been deprived of for 2,500 years. The process of so-called conquering required a divide and conquer. You've been shredded into individuals. It's the only way the enemy can control you. Now with these dynamics, which on the one hand you're deprived of the Jim Crow dollar, now cause you to use your real dollar. And so what you're doing is you're dilating the $500 to $1. Of course, it may be easier if you use $5 or $5.50. If when you are 550 per person, you only need uh, a hundred. I mean, a uh, hundred people. If you want to deal with five dollars, you know, you go to PayPal right now, and the PayPal you just put Gagot on Google, the first uh, website, uh, you know, that is shown there. Click on it, and you see the Gagot page. On the top, it says donation. Please donate. Click on that, and you go straight on to PayPal. Put $5 in there. You don't even have to communicate to the other 100 people, or uh, other 99 people. I'm sorry, uh, 109 people. Okay? We, John will help you get that because we have some people who put that kind of money down, they're looking for group members. That becomes your group, and you can, you can, you're going to have parties with them and so on and so forth because 
It's really a party. So celebrate the ultimate blessing called Gagat. Your entry to heaven. So speak the language of Gagat is a requirement for you to enter into the heaven. Because that's the only language that is spoken in heaven. You have to learn that language. You cannot hold grudges against your creator. You must learn to speak your creator's language. And you must do what you've done historically. Recognize the blessing called Gagat and erect monuments of Gagat. Every city must have a monument. The Jewish people erected a monument for E minus MC squared is equal to zero, or what you know as E equals MC squared. That is something that you must do right now. You can't just try to run away from Gagat. That's not going to work. Usually suffering, which is your basis of frustration, comes along with a blessing at the end of it. Usually the more the suffering, the bigger the blessing. Yes, there were a lot of lynchings, and it still continued, but it must stop because God ordered it. Sandra Bland. Didn't have to be murdered. I can see that being a basis of you saying, well, why would God allow the sister to be slaughtered like she was? First of all, God did not slaughter her. Ignorance slaughtered her. But for us, she's a mother. She's a sister. She's a wife. She's a daughter. And that way you talk about Trevor Martin, Trevor Martin is her son. So I can see how you'll be disgusted, to say the least, with that happening. But that was not God that did that. That was the devil, otherwise called ignorance and jealousies, and so on and so forth. They classify the public, the general public, both blacks and non-blacks, agree. Sister Sandra Bland was slaughtered because she was being herself a genius black woman. They describe it by saying she was assertive. She was assassinated because she was assertive. A side that hates genius must be dumb. That's what that says. And therefore, they expose their incompetence. They are being unqualified to provide any leadership, which is another way of saying they are also kind of waiting for you to take on the leadership, which is why you must attend the Gago briefing. You come to pick up the pieces again, and begin to provide the leadership that you once provided for the universe. Through the erecting, you erect a pyramid for the gift of chemistry of black magic, 
which was continued right on to the time of Professor Washington Carver. You see in the, uh, in the, in the, the, the religious books, they talk about miracle by uh, Jesus. Uh, uh, you know, some loaves of bread and some pieces of fish to feed a whole large congregation. Well, Carver said, use peanut to feed a whole population of the South, including the KKKs. Okay? The KKKs that, that did some horrible things to him personally, he still fed them. So, there are people who have lived their lives in spite of the horrors as the giants that God created us to be or as the masters of the universe. That's the people we need to take, you know, look into the example to structure our own lives which is what, you know, calls us to gather and celebrate and get to therapy or the necessary therapy, you know, in December. So that us provide. Otherwise, there's so many wars right now. I do not want you to give up the hope and say, well, I'd rather go die and go to heaven. Well, you can't go to heaven unless you speak Gaga. That's the language of God. So, and... You have to start learning. That's what I'm teaching right now. That's why I'm, I'm here. Brother Moon wants me to come and, you know, communicate the God order to you. So teach you the God's language. That now has reordained you as the chosen people. That is how God wipes out all the sufferings that we've gone through. So now it's time for leadership. No more crying. No more uh, pain. And it is taking on that leadership that will stop the lynching of, 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 of land. And Zimmerman are so stupid. Even the, the other people call him a moron. Because it's not bad enough he assassinated a brilliant one who could have been a carver. To save his butt. But he's bragging about the assassination. And still circulating. The picture of. Brother Trevor Martin's body. On the Twitter. You're not going to degenerate to such a level. And the only way that can change. Is if you take on the leadership. That God has ordered you to take on. We don't, when we've got creators, like I said, we really don't have too much choice. We don't have a choice of being, a, being coming into the world as a snake or as a human being. It was God's choice. That part, you can say, that came from God. But like a mother, a human mother, God is the ultimate mother. If the mother does not wish her own child to die. The mother would prefer to die first before her child dies. At least that's the African mother style. Which is one of the reasons why they want to a black kid here can be assured to fight for is if you use the two words 
Your mama. Your mama will get any black kid to fight. Because the mama is the world for us. So God is the ultimate mama. There's no way God is going to wish us to die. What kills us is ignorance. Like they come from Zimmerman. But Zimmerman and others who do those kind of terrorism things are also displaying how much they value their own life. If you have no respect for somebody else's life, you can't have a lot of respect for your own life either. So it is a sickness. And that sickness comes from low intelligence. So it's not something that we emulate. God takes charge through Gagat. And that's the way we're going to take charge. The determination of who is the most intelligent person was considered to be something that will have to be decided on the battlefield, in the wars, the traditional wars. The ICBMs are supposed to be used in the process because if your ICBMs wipes out the other party, <laughs> although they may not be there to celebrate your victory or make you look, because if they're gone and they wiped out, they're all nuked out, there will be nobody. I mean, where, where would be anybody that will, will, will admire your victory? That's how stupid that process is. On the contrary, God didn't use a bomb. He didn't give me a bomb to bomb people out so as to show my intelligence. The victory with Gaga was done without spilling one ounce of blood. Because every war is supposed to determine who is the more intelligent. So the ultimate war is supposed to determine which race is the most intelligent. And that war was won using yours truly. And the decision is coded. G-I-J, J equal to zero. With all intelligence expressed for the first in the history of humanity, an actual exact formula for intelligence is eight of N. And all of it is in my brains. And because you all share my genes, You, as a race, have been clearly declared the most intelligent. That's forever. So that says all the bombs in the silos are really useless. But if anybody should think they still want to fool around, there's a deterrent in Gagat as well. Iman SMC squared created atomic bomb. In the process, Einstein, just before its actualization, Einstein asked the Germans to give his people a first-class citizenship in Germany, which they ignored. It. They were ready to accept him as an honorary first-class citizen, but not his people. They were gassing his people in the gas chambers. 
So God dropped in a, a code that says, that must stop. That's why the Jewish people erected a monument for E is equal to MC squared. That tradition began with you erecting the pyramid as a monument for a blessing of geometry and black magic. That's what you are going to do now with GIJ, J equal to zero. So if you compare the gas chambers in Germany and the lynchings of Trevor Martin, ironically by Zimmerman, who's supposed to have a Jewish root, shame on Zimmerman. He has absolutely no idea of, uh, of history. You're not going to be an idiot like him. So E minus MC squared equal to zero was used to create atomic bomb. And that was used to win the war. Well, first of all, E minus MC squared equal to zero comes out of Gaga. Therefore, technically, I independently have credit for the E equal to MC squared formula because I can reproduce it from GIJ comma J equal to zero. Secondly, every other equation, past, present, and the future, everything that anybody does that's right right now, God has given me a patent for it because it has to be gargotical. In addition, an experiment predicted by Gargot's singular element revelation has already been proven, which is like a prototype for the, the most deadly you know, uh, bomb. When Dibna or Dubna, in collaboration with America, tested and found the Gagosium 117, the so-called heavy element 117 is a prototype for the next phase of bomb we call Afro-Crojan bomb. Which is another way of saying that's the end of, of wars. That's the end of wars. But that came from Gaza. That's black people's bomb. Like the atomic bomb was Jewish bomb. So people who do not understand that and still lynching black people obviously do not understand. Black people are not a pushover anymore. African bomb is our equivalent of the atomic bomb. But what has to happen is you need the December 28th briefing so that you can take charge and prevent such a use of the African bomb. We talk about a, a bomb that can actually melt down the solar system. Your leadership is what is going to prevent all that from happening. You can't run away from your responsibility now. That's why God ordered me to be talking to you right now. The Zimmermans is, is going, we're going to, they will explode stuff like that. If you don't take charge, that's the way it's going to go. But God knows us better. 
We usher in intelligence and civilization, not barbarism. It's the only way we're going to stop Armageddon. And I have a special responsibility because it came through my brains. It's not a joke. And that calls for black people in the White House. Otherwise, Armageddon is going to happen. It's not a joke. And all the White Houses of the world. And religion has to be, take, you know, unified. There's only one truth. Back to the original African beginning of it. The word Jesus, in terms of the most important figure in Christianity. Dr. Gabriel, yes. I want to uh, inform you that we have about four, four minutes to closing. Uh, can you let the people know how they can contact you? Yes. Well, you put Gadot on Google. And the first entry is our website. Click on it. And uh, that's G-A-G-U-T, Gagat. And then click on the site, and you come onto our web- website, you know, and you go to the, um, the PayPal in terms of the donation. The donation is not just for money, you know, like I said before, but you're going to see some interesting things on the donation page. And, you know, by extension, a reason why... You need to donate. First of all, it is through donation that you could get Gagot material because Gagot is too expensive for anybody to pay for it. If you don't believe that, go on, on Amazon.com. One Gagot book is being sold at over $1,600. So when we say donation, therefore, you are able to give a little bit and you get it. You know, And one reason you will see is the formula that's on that donation page of a number that's a challenge where human brains are supposed to be used. It's to determine that number which requires the whole solar system to write it down if you want it to be legible. And we're asking you if you can determine if it's a, a prime number or not. Like I said before, that's a qualifying test for our doctoral candidates here. So, you know, that will give you a, a reason, as much money as you're giving to Harvard or all these others, that you need to give Ophapins and technology uh, uh, 10 times what you give to all of them combined. Because nobody in Harvard, I, I, I offer this, I haven't gotten a solution for any Harvard or Cambridge yet. We don't believe any of them can solve it, but our doctoral students here solve that problem. So that's part of the path to heaven that we're talking about. So the telephone numbers are 516-343-6628. Or two, uh, 631-242-3069. Now, it's, it sounds overwhelming and everything else, but hey, you want to understand the universe because that's where you are. So you're going to face yourself and digest a little bit at a time. But go to your city halls and demand the erection. You must erect the monument. Okay? You know, and but let you know, the city hall give you the 
land to erect the monument of G.I.J. Kamaji equal to zero. Okay? That's a way of stopping the Trevor Martins and certainly the James Brown, Sergeant James Browns and Sandra Bland. Those are beautiful, intelligent brothers and sisters. They're too precious to be lynched. So, but you must be active, you must be proactive. You must wear your goggles shut. You must go to the police station and tell, reintroduce yourself to them. Okay? That's how you're going to stop using proactive ways. You don't even need any violence. There's no need for violence in the at age of intelligence. So again, you know, go and register. It's important. You know, you could register as much as $1. Okay, those of us who are go-getters who understand, of course, can register the 550. Everybody is required to attend the Gaga briefing on December 28th, okay? And be, uh, share the God order with people, you know? All right, all right. thank you very much, Dr. Gabriel Yibu. All the, all the audience out there, um, to make donations and learn more about Gaga, make sure you visit uh, King Jean Inc., and you can make donations to King Jean Incorporated. You also can make donations to God Get on that website. That's K-I-N-G-G-E-E-I-N-C.com. We appreciate everybody for calling in. Have a blessed night. Peace.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.